Hey guys, welcome back to this incredible podcast, Smash Speaks. I am your host, Smash, Ash Smash Miller. Thank you guys for listening. I always appreciate when you come and join me. Today, I want to dive a little bit deeper into some depression issues. It is Mental Health Awareness Month. It is May, so let's chat a little bit about it, okay? So let's talk about depression today. 10 things that you can remember if you love someone with depression, all right? Because I'm all about helping people like me, but people like you may not understand us. So I hope that I can bring a little bit of light to who we are, how to act around us, what to say, what not to say, just some things to remember, okay? So I'm here to make a safe space for people who are dealing with mental illness and then people who are dealing with people who are dealing with mental illness. So let's end the stigma all around, okay? So the best way to end stigma is to understand because knowledge is power and people are frankly afraid of what they don't know. The unknown scares people and mental illness is invisible so people don't see it so they're terrified by it. So couple things to keep in mind with that. Um, So if you don't really understand depression, if you kind of want to know a little bit of what goes through our minds or lack thereof, then keep listening. And if you think that someone could benefit from this, you know what to do. Screenshot, tag me, underscore Ash Smash, underscore on Instagram. I would love to see that you are sharing this out and might as well hashtag it and the stigma. I think that would be really powerful or, you know, mental health awareness month or just give it some good hashtags because we know that people need to hear this so uh to dive into my head i want to give you some ideas of what i go through and some generalized things that people deal with with depression all right a lot of times people stop engaging they stop enjoying the things that they once enjoyed they for myself especially i become incredibly apathetic like i don't care about anything uh i kind of become a shell of a person um i just exist i feel numb uh the walls tend to go up a little bit more or a lot more <laughs> um i tend to hide i withdraw um a really amazing quote that uh i heard probably a year ago if not more is depression steals motivation and creates exhaustion thought that was so powerful because it's so true, like, motivation is fleeting as is, but then you add a mental illness on top of it, and motivation is hard to come by, so depression steals motivation and creates exhaustion, so keep all of those things in mind as I go through these 10 things to remember, Um, of course, we talk about loving people no matter what, loving people where they are, so let's all just love each other a little bit harder, especially if you know someone that has a mental illness. Um, we're speaking about depression specifically. So the first thing to remember in no particular order, these are just the numbers that I've given them, but our self-worth is likely at an all-time low. Even people who may seem to be incredibly confident and independent and self-sufficient, hi, me, doesn't mean that we're always feeling so incredible. I still feel like a worthless bag of dicks sometimes, you guys. (laughs) Like, I don't always feel like I am worthy of taking up space, that I'm worthy of voicing my opinion, that I'm worthy of leading a million-plus-dollar organization. 
I don't always feel worthy, okay? And that causes me to self-isolate. And it's honestly worse when people try to love on me too hard. I don't know if anyone can relate to that. Let me know. But it's like I feel more guilty because I'm letting people down. Like I'm a burden for existing. And that just helps me spiral even deeper. So something to remember is that our self-worth is likely at an all-time low, all right? Thing number two is in our world, we're essentially wearing blinders. You know those horses that wear blinders, like race horses and whatnot? The reason that they do that is so they can't see what's going on around them and and get distracted. Well, that's happening in our lives too. Um, We are wearing these blinders, so all we see is what's barely in front of us because what we see is blurry. We don't see anything that's going on. We don't see other perspectives. Our perspective is off. So listen, listing things of why we should be happy and why we shouldn't be depressed or sad. Here's a newsflash, by the way. Stop saying that you're depressed when you're really just sad. That will help too. But um, don't tell us why we should be happy. I've got a whole other podcast coming on the word should. Hate that word. Mm-mm. All right. It doesn't help. Don't tell me that my life is amazing because I have a beautiful loft with my cat in texas in the summer it's beautiful you should be happy all the time why don't you just go outside why don't you just go for a walk why don't you just eat better why don't you just exercise oh my god you have such a great life oh my gosh i can't believe that you can do this and that that doesn't help when for the people um who are like parents or married um but you have kids don't they make you happy You should be so happy. You should be strong for your kids. No. This stuff does not help us. So make sure that you are very aware of the things that you're saying. We know all these things, but that doesn't mean that we can just flip a switch and suddenly give a shit. Okay? Thing to remember. Number three. We are probably in some state of fear. Whether we have, quote, come out as Um, having a mental illness we might be like in fear that we're going to be found out maybe we you know we have to where we feel like we have to be fake and blaming us uh for anything it it, that doesn't help did you know that blaming (laughs) blaming shaming and justifying guys those are three very ugly things so we're already pretty afraid of what is going on and we're afraid that we might spiral more and check this out we could be afraid that we're going to get better. So (laughs) people, it depends. For me, it's a spectrum. Like I go back and forth between like fear of not getting better and then fear of being completely healthy. I'm not really sure where that twisted mind comes from. It's, I think, a form of comfort. When I am in my depression, I know that that's my life. I understand that that is what it is. I know where my expectations of myself and others' expectations of me are. I I know those things, but when I start to feel better, I have these thoughts of, well, now what? Uh, I'm going to be healthy, and I'm going to be expected to perform at peak level. And I've, it's you know I've I've been taking my meds for three months now. I should be completely better and healed. And newsflash: depression does doesn't just go away. Um, you are with depression for your entire life. Just the severity levels 
of it are what changes, okay? So number another thing to keep in mind. Um, all right. Here's one. Number four, suicidal ideation is real, and you should probably listen if someone starts talking about it, all right? If someone starts dropping hints about not being around or killing themselves, generally speaking, that's not just a an attention-seeking behavior. Like, they might just trust you enough to let you in a little bit more. So... And I know this one, it, it's, it's such a gray area too, because there are, of course, people out there who cry wolf, but the people who are crying wolf are probably really actually hurting, and they're trying to speak up in some way that they can. Because remind you, re, let me remind you that a mental illness is a disease, we are not in full control of what's going on in our brains. So please keep that in mind that we don't have access to just shift things instantaneously. Okay? Um, so listen, if you start hearing people talk about things, listen. Um, I know for myself, I, you know, I tend to joke about death and stuff. I really try hard to, uh, to not joke about suicide. Um, but... Like, I'm not afraid of death. Death doesn't scare me at all, actually. Um, it's almost like, <laughs> take this as you will, but it's almost like a relief to think about because then I'm, I don't have to deal with my daily struggles. So if you can relate to that, hey, there's another screenshot for you. <laughs> um, so, but I'm in a good place right now, you guys. I, I am. I'm in a good place right now. That's why I thought I would come and share this with you guys. Um, uh, number five. Wow, I can't read my own writing, guys. <laughs> Never underestimate the power of just being there. Just be there. You don't have to have a big, long speech for us to, like, turn us around and make us feel better. Because nine times out of ten, that stuff doesn't work on <laughs> deeply depressed people, okay? Just knowing that we're not alone. We understand. It's okay. And it's okay to not be okay. Something that you can use is, instead of those shoulds that I talked about earlier, simply say, it sounds like you're going through a lot right now. I may not be able to understand that, but I'm here for you. That's a lot of times super helpful for us. Just, you know, we, we understand that people are out there. We know that people are there, but trying to force us to turn into some happy clown is not helpful. <laughs> um, let's see. Number six, medicine and therapy is not bad. They are not bad things. We have a chemical imbalance, guys. <laughs> Think of this. This is to anyone. This is to my fellow depressos or y'all who are trying to learn more. Medicine is always better than the alternative, aka suicide. All right? We need to clear out that fuzz I was talking about with the blinders. We are seeing a blurry perspective. Medicine can help us. It may not be the first med that you try. It might be the seventh. It might be the fourth. It might be the two combinations of meds. Maybe you have anxiety, so you got to throw in some anxiety meds. Maybe you've got ADHD like I do, and you got to deal with that too. It's going to take a while. It probably won't be your first therapist that you find that you love 
and keep working with. It is a process. So be there for us as we go through these steps. If if we are so open as to decide that we're going to go see a therapist or decide that we're going to get onto meds, if we are in a space where we can't make the appointment ourselves, please step in for us. Like, I don't know, I guess I can't speak for other people, but like phone calls make me want to puke. I don't like talking to people. Once I'm on the phone, I'm fine, but I do not like the ringing. It just makes me, all right. If I could have people call and make all of my appointments the rest of my life, it would be such a stress relief. So I don't know. There's also a fine line between enabling and allowing someone to figure their self, themselves out. So um, it's going to depend on the person, of course. Um, but as we're going through that, trying to create the actions to make the appointment, to get into the car, to go into the office building. This leads me into number seven, which is actions over thoughts. Like these are good thoughts to have, to to start going with, but actions are going to be way more powerful because, you know, I always say thoughts become things, but um, when you're in a depressive episode, uh, your thoughts are not the greatest. <laughs> uh, our thoughts are not the greatest. Um, so helping us to create some action is going to be very powerful. So making that phone call, right? Because motion creates emotion. If we can do one thing, we're going to be a lot we're a lot more inclined to do a second thing because we're going to be building a foundation of trust with ourselves. We are so used to breaking promises to ourselves as a general society, I'd say, but especially with a mental illness, we're used to breaking promises. So we just stop making them over after a while. Um, hence why I haven't worked out in about 84 years. Um, but motion creates emotion. So if we can take that first step, we're going to build our self-confidence back up. And you can help us do that by just kind of stepping along with us every little step of the way. All right. Um, I don't really know. This is just one, a one-liner I have down. Number eight, no toxic positivity. This goes back to the other number that I had is like you can't just force the shoulds like you should be happy because and then make a list. Um, that's not, that's not going to be helpful. But toxic positivity is like you can't force happiness all the time. It's not real. It's not relatable. Okay, like on a side note. Um, so you trying to be overly happy is probably just going to piss us off and make us more depressed because we aren't that happy when in reality you aren't that happy. So that's where the toxicity comes in because no one is ever happy all the time. So trying to force happiness onto someone isn't helpful. Um, so don't fake happiness. It's okay to not be okay. That goes for everyone. All right. Um, number nine. You can't be there for us 24-7, and that's okay. Give yourself the grace to know that you can't fix us because we aren't broken. We may be very, very bent and dark and twisty, but we aren't broken. So try to remember that you cannot fix us. Be supportive. Get help from our friends, our family, your friends, because uh, this leads me now into number 10, is you need to set boundaries. 
things can come out sideways with people like me who have a mental illness um, and we we feel attacked a lot because of our own projections like we have to we feel like we have to constantly defend ourselves because of what we perceive others perceiving us as and I talk about this all the time is it does not matter what other people think of you you need to live your own life but try not to be our superhero <laughs> do set your set your boundaries if you need to call in for backup if you like you don't need to be there like i said in the last one you don't need to be there for us 24/7 because you need to remember to keep your own mental health in check call in for the, those reinforcements call in another friend and say you know what Ash is being kind of a bitch tonight and I can't deal with it. I need to set my boundaries. I need to cut it off. Can you step in and just check in on her? Because she's crossed the boundary tonight and I can't have that. I need to go get myself in check. All right. So I really hope that those 10 things uh, help someone in need. I'm not sure if that's going to be you or if that's going to be someone that sees this tag or this screenshot in your story. If you have someone, you maybe you're my, one of my fellow depressos. If you have someone that needs to hear this, please share this to them. Um, but I hope that it was helpful. I really do. I have my heart. If you can't hear, I have my hand on my heart right now. Um, so, whew talking about this stuff it gets to be heavy so um i'm gonna record a different podcast or something that is a little bit more lighthearted. i think um but thank you guys for tuning in remember it's okay to not be okay but it there's a time where we need to just take a small action and move ourselves forward just a little bit more so if you got value from this please do screenshot it tag me at um underscore ash smash underscore on instagram so thank you guys and have a good rest of your day